0: of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey,
1: every day is Saturday. Hi, everybody. This is Coach Fab for Casinos USA Podcast. And welcome to our 113th episode, Still Believing in Chucky. And of course, we're referring to Coach John Gruden of the Las Vegas Raiders, who has been taking a beating from the national sports media, calling him the worst coach in the NFL. But we'll come back and talk about that in our segments today. Also, we'll be talking about Baccarat. We've been looking at craps and slot machines and Blackjack, and today it's Baccarat, and we're going to talk about some major mistakes that can be made with Baccarat. And then finally today, we're going to take a, talk about our YouTube slot videos, um, I should say our favorites. <laughs> There's a proliferation of videos to choose from, and some weren't so good, but we will talk about some that I think are interesting and maybe worthwhile. Okay, after a short break in this Early June 10th, 2021, we'll be coming back to start the show. The worst coach in the NFL. (laughs) Certainly no love being shown to Raider head coach John Gruden. The worst coach in the NFL. I think uh, we would agree that uh, John Gruden's draft choices were a little bit strange. And let's just start with this. Last year, the team went eight and eight, and that's there that was an improvement. You know, so they didn't make the playoffs, but there was an improvement. They started the season strong with the upset of Kansas City and had some success. I think they were six and two at one point, but they finished very poorly. They did have some injuries, which certainly affected them. But this year, Coach Fav and Casinos USA. I don't know if the Raiders can go eight and eight. In fact, uh, over and under is going to be tied around eight. And uh, should you go with seven wins? Uh, probably. <laughs> you know, So we'll see if Gruden has any magic. Well, he's going to have to play ball control because he did not improve his defense, which gave up 29.9 points a game last season. 30 points a game. Come on. Um, We can expect Derek Carr to be better. And, of course, Marcus Mariota is waiting in the wings if he isn't. The pressure's on Derek Carr, and I think he will be better. But clearly, it's going to have to be about ball control. I mean, obviously, you have to score more points than your opponent to win. But I think it's going to be a formula sort of like the one they use against Kansas City. You know, get the lead uh, and just start to pound it behind... um, an offensive line it's going to be old school old-fashioned football it's not going to be the spread them out and score 45 points and win it's not going to be that kind of a game and all the sports gurus acknowledge that the Raiders have probably the most difficult schedule in the NFL certainly the first three games the first games at home on Monday night and Hey, I'm happy to say that I'll be in Las Vegas staying at the Luxor Towers with Jerry and Elaine and my wife, Janie, and uh, we'll be at the parties for that Monday night football game with, you bet, the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, looking over everybody else's picks, let's go with Baltimore 34-20. Now, strangely... They're only favored by Ravens are only favored by four points uh, in the Vegas books right now. But I'm going to see the margin is going to be even bigger than that. I think it's going to be Baltimore in the mid-30s and 20, 21 points for the Raiders. And then the Steelers (laughs) welcome the Raiders in Pittsburgh in the second game and it's the Steeler defense, you know. I, I obviously the Alabama running back at Pittsburgh could be a difference for the offense. Last last year they had to pass the ball almost every game, every play because they could barely run it. But the Steelers, I, I favor them by five or six points at home against the Raiders, and then we go back in the third week and we welcome to Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas the Miami Dolphins in that game I'm going to give a slight edge to the Dolphins but that could be the Raiders first win that's that's a toss-up but just a little bit of a slight edge to the Dolphins so uh, I don't know if the Raiders can make the playoffs this year I think that's unlikely but I think they will be a competitive team in a sense that it's going to be damn hard to beat them as they're not going to roll over and play dead but John Gruden has a 10-year contract and I still believe that he can turn this fallen franchise with the illustrious history of the Raiders around. Uh, I thought most people felt it was going to be easier than it really would be, and I, I think that's the case. But, I, you know, when push comes to shove, I still believe in Chucky. <laughs> he looks just like the Chucky of the horror movie film, doesn't he? But I still believe in Chucky. But it's going to be a tough year this year. And there'll be people calling for his head. That's just how it works in professional sports. Now, maybe somebody else will go. Maybe a general manager. Who knows? But John Gruden's protected by a 10 year contract. This would be his third year. So, I mean, that's a lot of money to pay <laughs> to unload somebody. But it's obviously the case where the Las Vegas Raiders have to do something about their defense. And they didn't do it in the draft. Um, They try to solidify their offensive line, and that's where we are. Take the under on the season. Uh, I'd suggest the Raiders do not make the playoffs, and I'm I'm giving them seven wins. I wish they'd do better because I'm a fan, but that's how I see it. Um, And I don't see them winning the first two games. It'd be one hell of an upset if they beat either the Steelers in that second game at Pittsburgh or the Monday night opener at Allegiant Stadium. If they somehow get past the Ravens, that'd be one hell of an upset. I do think there's a possibility they'll win in the third week against Miami. So that's where I am with Chucky, but I still think that Chucky will turn it around eventually. (laughs) Okay, we're going to come right back and talk about Baccarat. It's not Baccarat. (laughs) Don't say it that way. It's not Baccarat. If you want someone to say, I know nothing about this game, just say, where's the Baccarat table? (laughs) It's Baccarat. What if I told you I could take you to a table game where the house edge is 1.06%, maybe 1.24%, even if you're a freaking novice? You're saying, well, do you have to be a card counter to get that (laughs) kind, to go under 1% or close to 1%? Do you have to be a card counter? No, because we're not talking about blackjack. So, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the game of Baccarat, and everybody gets that. Everybody's battling a very little house advantage. 1.06, if you bet the banker. And that includes the 5% commission, which we'll explain, and 1.24% house edge if you bet the player. <laughs> and it, it has nothing to do with skill. This is not a game about skill. You know, We can talk about it's a game about maybe betting strategies, but it's not a game of skill. And you can only make three bets in the game. You don't touch the cards. You can bet banker, player, or tie. And it's good to know that if the banker and player tie, it's a draw. It's a wash. Nothing happens. You don't lose any money. So it's pretty exciting. And I I think this is a great alternative. If you get tired standing at a craps table and you want to sit down, it's a much slower game than blackjack. And unless you know perfect strategy... You know, it's pretty tough to beat that that slight house the, the advantage that you have playing Baccarat, You know, because the house edge is so slim, and it's pretty tough to beat that. You know, you have to be a damn good blackjack player to beat it. And let's face it, backer up, um, blackjack, and craps, or blackjack, backer up, and craps—best three games in the casino to play. And you know, craps has that great. Um, bet behind the pass line, the odds bet behind the pass line, where it's even. Stephen, the, the casino has no advantage, but of course, it really does because you have to bet the pass line to make that. But nonetheless, that's a great bet. And then, and of course, in blackjack, when you have the advantage and you should uh, double down or when you should split, you know, in the short term you have a little advantage <laughs> over the casino. But in baccarat, man, you have. Tr- possibilities of being successful because you're not fighting a ridiculous house edge here and that's probably one reason why big money plays baccarat <laughs> big big money plays baccarat because it's not exactly like flipping a coin but it's pretty darn close so what's this game all about well it's a simple game to learn and i can you can learn it even without looking at cards i can just tell you um forget about blackjack <laughs> right? Because the ace in this game means one, okay? Face cards means zero, and every other card means what they mean. But there can be no total over nine. So, the banker gets two cards, and the player gets two cards, and whoever is closer to nine wins. <laughs> so, if you get a nine and a king, that's a you know you got some, that's a nine, right? Because face cards are zero. If you get a nine and a one that's a zero and you're going to get another card there's a third card you know in this game and don't worry about it because you don't have a choice about it it doesn't happen all the time you can read what the rules are i'm not going to confuse you um because you don't need to know what what the third card rules are and because the dealer has no choice when the rules require that the banker or the player gets a third card that's what happens you know so just focus on making a banker bet or a player bet and there is a slight edge to the banker bet because of that third rule that third card rule so you pay a commission you pay a commission of five percent so of course you know you have to win to get charged a commission so if if it's a ten dollar table it's all the bets here pay one to one except the tie which is eight to one so if you bet banker you bet player it's a one to one bet you bet ten you win ten, you bet twenty you win twenty you bet five you win five so and a ten dollar bet it's a fifty cent commission and you don't pay it immediately they mark it so you can pay it when you want to you certainly have to pay it before you leave the table you know when there's a delay in the game you might say, hey, here's the two dollars area for my banker commissions you know that's what you do so I said there's two mistakes or. Definitely two mistakes that people make with this game. And the first mistake is not playing it. Hey, I'm not being silly. If you're not playing back around, you're missing out on a table game with a very low house advantage. And the second mistake is only betting player because I'm not going to pay a commission. (laughs) Well, mathematically, banker's the better bet. You know, banker's not going to win every time, you know. So... 20 hands, you know, it might be something like uh, just two or three more banker or just two or three more player. But saying that you'll never bet the banker because of commission is ridiculous because banker mathematically is the better bet. No guarantees, of course. So not playing Baccarat, that's a big mistake, I think. And only playing Baccarat by betting the player bet every time because all you do in this game is put your chips in the banker circle or the player circle or the tie. (laughs) And don't do the tie. So it's banker or player. And, uh, you know, it's Martingale, It's made for this, right? Lose five, bet 10, lose the first two bets, you know, um, bet 15 or 20, just keep doing it (laughs) because it's hard to see. It's hard to see banker coming up seven times in a row or a player current up seven times in a row not that they haven't but uh that's a lot of people play it's like your betting strategy makes it fun you know so <laughs> i'm telling you i'm a backer guy right yes i am that's my table game it involves no skill right you pick player you pick banker okay so give it a try and uh we're talking about mini backer right here all right we're not talk, talking, it's the same rules, but you're not flipping, <laughs> you're not a James Bond table in higher limits, right? You're not squeezing any cards, you're just looking at cards. Okay, well, we do want to talk about slot machines today. Because you can get your fill of slot machines without going to a casino. Just go to YouTube. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be right back and uh, tell you there might be some YouTube videos that's worthwhile if you're a slot player. And uh, Janie will tell you why she feels that way. Good break, and we're coming right back. Say, so, hey, Janie. Um, I know you've watched the Slot Machine videos on YouTube. So do I. But there's a certain kind that you like, and then kind you, you just sort of say, turn it off, or I'll turn it off and do something else. Can you... Can you tell us, our listeners, why you like one type as opposed to all types?
2: Yeah, hi, it's Jane again. I do like watching them. I just started doing that, though, probably three weeks ago. You put me on to YouTube. I've never, I'd never watched it before. And then when I found out that they had people that played slot machines and showed you the video while they were doing it, I thought, oh, I have to watch this and see what they're going to tell me. Well, first of all, the ones that tell you about, you know, here are 10 ways to always win or this is the way to succeed, uh, I kind of ignore those because we all know that's not going to happen. There, there, are, there are strategies that you can have to playing uh, slot machines or just a plan. Well, it's the approach that you take that I like. Uh, I like Travel Ruby. She's very honest. Um usually there's it's not really a strategy. It it's more of an approach. It think she shares
1: the experience it's not just tied to slot machines.
2: Well right, but she doesn't it's it's not a strategy because how can you have a strategy to play uh an electronic slot machine?
1: Well she um seems to me like she puts a $100 bill in all the time, and she doesn't really know well, what's going to happen, but no, she shows that's it to true. you. yeah that's
2: true. She doesn't. She usually likes to put in a $100. She'll say, here's my $100 bill, and she shows you, and she does it. And usually she tries to go to n- new slot machines, especially when she's in Las Vegas. She doesn't live there. I'm not sure where she lives, and she may have said that, but uh I haven't picked up on it. But she has visited just about every casino that's in Las Vegas, or at least main, mainly the ones on the Strip and then on Fremont Street. And she, her videos are titled, I Put a $100 In at the Cosmopolitan, or I Put a $100 In at the Flamingo. I and mean, she just does that. And she, you watch her play. Now, she's been pretty lucky. Uh, her bets change. Usually, she likes to be not the lowest, not the highest, but the medium one. And then they'll see she and her husband do this together.
1: I noticed that she does have $3, $4, $5 bets. I mean, she's not a 30-cent spin player. No,
2: no, not usually. She does like, as I said, to have about the middle. But she will go to the highest, too. And uh, they seem to have pretty good luck with that. She'll tell you. you know, or you'll see. You'll see if she gets the bonus. You'll see how much they've won. And they have done really well on several of those slots, especially the one called Billions.
1: Well, I noticed that she also lets you know by writing it, hey, we didn't do well tonight.
2: Well, right. I was just going to say that next. Uh, sometimes there'll be a little line on the screen, and it'll say, gee, we had to stop playing in the early evening because we were getting killed. Or you you can watch them at you know, we watched them go through $100 a couple times where they didn't have much in the way of any hits. So shes they're very honest about it. But And there are other ones that I quit watching because they make these ridiculous bets that the average person doesn't make.
1: Give you me know. an example.
2: Well, a $200 a hit bet. You know, every roll is $200. So
1: they're in a the high limit room, right?
2: Well, no, they don't have to be, but they have gone in the high limit room, but they make these crazy bets, and at the same time that they're telling you, or you're watching them play this, then they're thanking their contributors for giving them money uh, for their video.
1: Yeah, that seems like it's uh, almost a way of life with a lot of the videographers, you know. They're trying to show you something, and then they're thanking people. They're talking to people you don't even see what they're writing, and personally that irritates me. Yeah,
2: I don't like that. It's almost as soon as they start doing that, then I stop watching. And and Ruby doesn't do that.
1: She uh, but she does more than just share the slot machines. Oh,
2: no. She does what I do when I talk on the podcast. She when she go when they go to a resort, she wants to see everything that's there. She will give you a tour of not only the hotel room, but of the hotel. She will go through the list of restaurants and if she Happens to be eating in some of those restaurants. You can go in along, depending on the policy of of videoing when the while you're eating in there in the in the restaurant.
1: Now we came last family gathering. We uh, talked to somebody and they say all they do is they go to a casino and they don't care about oh, anything yeah. else. But they stare at the slot machine. Right?
2: Yes. They. She, yes. That, uh we did speak to the couple, and uh, we knew they were very focused when they went to a casino and liked to spend their time playing slots. And uh, we were talking about, well, gee, how was the pool? How was, you know, which restaurants did you go to or like? And, it's, and uh, the wife said, I don't go to any of that. I just play slots. So, so that, that, that's doesn't, appeal not me. Me. that no, doesn't appeal to me. That doesn't appeal to me either. Definitely not me.
1: I want to ask you about another um, young videographer, female, but she is, does a lot of restaurants. But I saw her do a slots too. She seems very good because of all the information she gives. Who am I right. talking about? You're Who am talking I thinking about, about? Norma. Norma. Norma.
2: I think it's Huli.
1: Hooli, okay. It's spelled
2: with a G, but I think it's pronounced with an H. Um, and she's extremely good too. She's fun to listen to. She, she doesn't show you much in the way of gaming, no. Once in a while. Once in a while, yeah. Yeah, she has, but she really likes to feature the restaurants. She's done a video on the 10 best steakhouses. She's done videos on the best breakfast in town. Um,
1: the, I know she did one on tacos.
2: <laughs> she did one, yes, on, on just tacos. Then she did one on on the Mexican restaurants and she's done them on just desserts. So she she's covered all types of food, all types of restaurants. Uh you get to see her while she's in there and I know I there's probably most of the ones she's gone to I would like to go to. And a lot of them um not on the, she's gone to a lot of them on the strip, but she's gone to a lot of them in, on Fremont Street and then she lives in Las Vegas and has lived there Oh, how many years did you? Well, I think she's she, been
1: there 10 years, if I remember. She's been there oh, yeah. quite
2: a while. So she knows the place, and she knows all the places off the strip, too.
1: Well, I think both of the Tra- Travel Ruby and um, no, Norma no. are very upbeat and positive. That, that's another thing I enjoy. Um, the slot Machine play, I know, is important to you. It's not important what? to me, but at least I'm willing to watch it because they're so upbeat. They're fun to watch
2: well they're they're extremely fun to watch, and they both like to uh as I said see every aspect of the re they, as as um travel Ruby always says well here at the resort i mean she doesn't even call it just the hotel or just while we're in vegas she's at the resort she's uh touring touring every nook and cranny she you go into the pool with her she explains about how many pools they have uh, if they have a lazy river or not um
1: i think most people want information
2: (laughs) i i think so too i mean she's obviously trying to appeal to people who have maybe never been there or going for the first time or haven't been there in a 10-year span uh she's very informational. And then she and she rates the hotels. And the thing with her also is she tells you a little bit like Jean Scott used to do, the frugal gambler, she tells you how she scores these prices on hotel oh, yeah. rooms and on restaurants. So she has a lot to offer. So if you haven't seen any of these, you might want to check out YouTube and, and check a few.
1: Okay, so it's Travel Ruby and Norma. And, and you're thinking the last name is pronounced? Hilly. But how's it spelled?
2: G U L I.
1: Okay. All right. All right, Jane, thanks for giving us your uh, likes about the Slot Machine videos. And there's some that you don't like because they just make impossible promises. Well,
2: I, I would tell everybody, you know, try try what looks appealing to you, and then you can make your own decision on why you would like it or wouldn't like it.
1: All right. Thanks again. Short break, and we'll be right back. Just a few final thoughts. Before we say goodbye, there's um, a countdown to the first NFL opening game, which, you know, we're talking about because we'll be in Las Vegas for that Monday night opener with the Las Vegas Raiders and the Baltimore Ravens. But, you know, I I don't want to leave the show today without saying something about the unbelievable overtime game that the Las Vegas Golden Knights professional hockey team had Against the Colorado Avalanche. And I'll tell you something, I was uh, watching it on television, of course, from Western Pennsylvania. And as my daughter, Joan Nicole, lives in Las Vegas, you know, we were, and she goes to reg- regularly goes to the game. She shares season tickets with another family, she and her husband. Well, I kind of gave up on the Knights. After two periods, they weren't playing very well, I didn't think. And uh, Flurry made a I don't know, like a junior varsity mistake a goalie, and he's a great goalie, but, uh, you know, they just weren't playing well. And the score was 2 nothing Colorado. And here back in the East, it was late at night, you know, so I thought, I'm not going to stay up and watch it because they're, they're going to they're probably give up two more goals. They, the uh, Colorado, Colorado Avalanche was spending so much time in uh, our offensive, you know, area. <laughs> That's where the game was being played, so it was like, they were doubling the number of shots they were thrown at us, you know, because we couldn't control the puck at all. We, I mean, it was two nothing and it looked like it, should, it could have easily been six nothing, you know? So I gave up on it. So, you know, I'm hitting the hay, checking my phone like I do. That's a bad habit. And I see that it's two, two in the third period. I said, why? It's two, two. And they turned it around totally. And then they go into overtime and then, First 10 seconds uh, of overtime, Flurry makes a miracle save. And then uh, Mark Stone, team captain for the Knights, you know, blocks a shot and then breaks out. And then they they pass it to him. And now he's a speed burner going down. And he, I think we're 50 seconds into overtime and he scores the winning goal 3-2. And that changes the entire series now because by the time you hear this, it might all be over. But um The Golden Knights lead the Series 3-2, need one more win. There's two games left, possibly. So let's close it out and they get back to Las Vegas and uh, move on. You know, maybe it's Montreal. there would be four teams left after this is over. And we said um, in our Facebook, hey, they are definitely one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. And so many, many, many sports writers say that The Colorado Avalanche is the best team, talent-wise. So, you know, we beat them, and, you know, I'm going to say it. Maybe it's all the way to the Stanley Cup, and we'll win it. So I'm never going to give up on the Golden Knights again. (laughs) I learned my lesson (laughs) because I thought they were just one of those games. You know, they were playing dead, Uh, you know, no energy. And all of a sudden, in the third period, they turn it around. So congratulations. What a great win. And that stopped an incredible streak that Colorado had, They hadn't lost a home game in Denver all the way back to March. I mean, come on. (laughs) I think they finished the season, too, with just 13 straight wins overall. So, goodness gracious, that was a great, great victory for the Golden Knights, and they take the lead in this series, so congratulations. Also, I wanted to mention that, you know, we talked about with uh, a couple of the slot videos that Janie likes. I like them, too, the Travel Ruby and... um, Norma uh, Haley or Gooley, I hope you pronounced that G, but they may have patrons, but they thank their patrons at the end by simply publishing. I just don't like people that walk around Vegas and have these conversations. You can't even hear anybody talking, and then they're saying, thanking you for this, thanking, you know, Box Top for his $5, thanking, you know, Pinball for his $20. You know, I can walk around and just say that too. I mean, how do I even know the real, you know? And, and and I'm not wasting my time. I want to see or hear what you're trying to say, what you're trying to show, what information you're providing. You know, if people are giving you money, fine, but I don't need to hear it. Put it at the end, you know? Come on, that's so freaking simplistic, you know? <laughs> Stop doing it. Can't watch those kinds of videos. And uh, I'm proud of the fact that we don't ask for money here. You know, if you want to contribute money, you can find a way to do it But our podcasts are monetized and we don't ask for money. And so we do make money from them, but we're not asking our listeners. Um, and this is a matter of personal taste. You know, some people like vanilla, some people like strawberry. You know? It's just a matter of personal taste. And it doesn't appeal to me when, when people, these videographers are talking about money coming in, you know, when they're supposed to be showing you something else. So I applaud the ones that put it at the end you know, under the category patrons, you know, or we thank, we thank these people for the, for their support and list their, you know, stage names or whatever. So that's how we look at it. Well, anyway, uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. And as always, Casinos USA is still a place, say it with me, please, where every day is Saturday. Thanks again. So long, everyone. And live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. DDW void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, eighteen plus.